0: My offering affirms my commitment and my willingness to be an inlet and an outlet for the abundant good and energy of divine spirit. Please enjoy the latest podcast from the Trinity Center for Spiritual Living.
1: So, our affirmation card this week is from the Four Spiritual Laws of Prosperity by Edwin Gaines. And Ed Green wrote this. You'll see this on your card. What did God put you on this earth to be? We all want an answer to this question, and the way we find out is by strep- stretching and stepping outside what we thought we could do. She then said, we learn to start discerning God's plan for us through stepping outside our comfort zones, taking risks, and learning to work through our fears. i are going to be a little bold here, and we're going to tell you what, and share what the universe's intention is not. is not for you and not for anyone else. The universe does not intend for you to live small, inconsequential, inadequate, or pocket-sized journeys. The universe does not intend for you to live in loneliness, ill health, lack, or disenfranchised state of being. The universe does not intend for you to live in fear, indecision, or in an aura of constant concern that, oh my God, there's a disturbance in the force. The universe does not intend for you to live without consistent recognition and practice of your individual spiritual authority and power. The intention, the plan, of the universe, for you, for me, even for those relatives that we tolerate once and twice a year, is for you, yes you, to thrive within every avenue of your journey. To thrive as a result of your consistent recognition and practice of your individual spiritual authority and power. And individuals get confused about this divine intention, believing that the demonstration of their individual spiritual authority and power, comes only as a result of when they manifest the miraculous. Going around thinking and saying, Well, I'll prove, I'll know, I'll feel, and act as my individual spiritual authority and power when I win the lottery. Get the huge career break. Heal this or that physical concern, or land a significant other who looks like Idris Elba or Mila Kunis, knowing full well that in his Essence interview, Idris Elba has already said he's not married again. So let that go. <laughs> you manifest the miraculous every single day. Feel that manifest the miraculous every single day. This is a statement of spiritual truth. The question is, do you recognize it as such? You manifest the miraculous every day. The miraculous you manifest may not be the dream, the goal, or the secret desire you have on your vision board. However, it is still a demonstration, an affirmation of spiritual authority and power. I want you to consider some, something, every structure that's ever built, every structure, whether it be a tiny house, a nice ranch somewhere, a castle or a skyscraper, they're all built upon what? A foundation, a solid foundation which supports the architect's manifested vision. Builders don't lay the foundation of a structure and then build the structure To the left or the right of the foundation, the structure is built on top of the foundation. And the foundation is only a small but required piece of the manifest vision. Yet without it, the architect's vision would not manifest. It wouldn't be supported. So every day, you are building a foundation out of your spiritual authority and power which will support your every desire, dream, and goal. Affirm as often as you can. I manifest the miraculous every single day. Realize that when you make someone smile, sign that contract with that customer or whomever, that's okay. not the big contract, but it's an okay contract. When you lose a quarter of a pound, struck a nerve there, didn't we? Yes, Perform an act of kindness, accept a request, to meet someone on Match.com, or just get out of bed in the morning. All of it is an affirmation and demonstration of your spiritual authority and power. The universe does not know of big or little. It only knows its intention for you to thrive within every avenue of your journey as a result. Assisted recognition and practice of your individual spiritual authority and power. The strength of your ability to manifest the miraculous will never be realized within your grandest dreams. That strength is realized within your recognition of the most minuscule of your everyday deeds. As you recognize and practice your individual spiritual authority and power, even of the smallest manifestations, you will discover that you are effortlessly stepping outside of your comfort zones, taking risk and working through any fear of actualizing your greatest good. And as you do that, you awaken yourself to abundant living beyond your comfort zones, which is the title of our lesson this morning, Abundant Living Beyond our comfort zone. So i am got to share a story with you. It's a true story. Years ago, I had this lady in my office. She came from ministerial counseling. She was very good-looking, very nice-looking lady, but she was bemoaning being single. She had been single for a very long time. She didn't want to be single any longer, and she had reached that point where she just accepted and believed there was something wrong with her, even though on paper she was a cat. And there really just wasn't anything wrong with her. I said, she was nice looking. She had a good job. She was educated. She bathed. <laughs> and try as I might, and I really did try, to convince her that she needed to change nothing other than her state of mind was offering the wrong energetic vibration to the universe. She simply could not accept any positive feedback. She had gone all the way down that rabbit hole of self-doubt and degradation. You know what I'm talking about? Of course she did. She said, Reverend Tony, I just don't understand why it is. I just don't understand why I can't find, you know, men who are sensitive, hearing, good-looking, who want to be in a relationship. And so I put my hand on her shoulder, and I looked her in the eye with that wise, ministerial look, You have to train for that look. Don't try it at home. And I said, the truth is, dear, they all have boyfriends. (laughs) You need to lower your standards. Settle for the unemployed fella. Look for the one you have to support. The one that you know, I hear this all the time from our ladies. They're always looking for a nurse or a purse. Look for that one. And her response was, I can't believe you said that to me. I deserve better than that. And I said, not based on what you've been affirming for the past 30 minutes. The universe always provides what we ask for and all that we affirm. Precise and consistent clarity of desire is paramount to our spiritual practice. And if we are doing a spiritual practice and affirming the complete opposite throughout the day, once that spiritual work is complete, well, guess what? That's not precision in practice. Precision has to occur 24-7, 24-7. Four Spiritual Laws of Prosperity. Ed Wing writes, Jesus said, ask and you shall receive. He did not say, make me guess. So this morning, we're discussing the second law of prosperity, the law of goal setting. And we discussed last week the law of tithing. It's online if you want to catch up, if you weren't here last week. And in this discussion of the second spiritual law, Edwin writes this. She said, we have to learn to set goals, and we have to learn to trust the process, to let go of fear, to move outside our comfort zones in the manifestation of those goals. Now, one of my goals for this series of these four spiritual laws is that by the end of this series, you will be consciously and unconsciously living Edwin's definition of prosperity. Hopefully you recall what it is. Hopefully you've been doing your homework. Edwin's definition of prosperity is this. You're going to hear it every week, so don't get tired of that. A vitally alive physical body to provide a comfortable worldly home for the spiritual beings we are. Relationships that are satisfying, nurturing, honest, and work all the time, work that we love so much that it's not work, it's play, and all the money we can spend. I think you can accept that. But are you willing to live? Do you have a goal for your journey of prosperity? And if you do, how does that goal look, and how does it feel? Do you spend time with this goal for your journey of prosperity and thought and heart and form in some positive and supportive manner every single day? Are you affirming it as you go along be, through your day beyond your spiritual work? The universe will always give that which you clearly ask, affirm, and take positive action on. And before any of us can move beyond our comfort zones to live our abundant journey, we must first define. Our individual goal and vision of how we want our journey of prosperity to look and feel. And a lot of people don't do that. They're borrowing someone else's vision of prosperity. Well, I, I see how they live. So I want to live that way. But we don't know if they're happy, we don't know if they're joyful. What does it mean to you to live joyfully with financial? How does that look and feel for you? For Marianne Swan, it looks like moving to the beach in Mobile. She'll be back in three years. Just just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Edwin writes this. She says, You, you don't have to justify your desires. You don't have to justify your desires. You just have to fact, for many people, that's the biggest challenge, simply accepting their desires, to be able to say without hesitation, yes, that is what I want. Your desires, your goals, your dreams are yours alone, as they represent the unique way the universe intends to thrive as you. Remember, it is the intention of the universe within every area of your journey as a result of your consistent recognition and practice of your individual authority and power. So your goal, your vision, is the universe saying, come on, kid, let's get rocking and rolling. Let's make it happen. That's what that push is for. And you don't have to justify that to anyone. As you move into the creation and pursuit of your goals, Out of the single awareness, your goals are the intentions of source energy for you. You experience complete freedom to create and manifest your goals, void of any past precedent, fear, or concern of what others may think about your goals. You know, I see it often. People try to mold themselves, mold themselves, based on what others say they should do. They mold themselves based on the world around them. And the problem with that is, they're molding them, trying to attempt to mold themselves based on the energy that's already manifested externally. You can't mold yourself from the outside in. We have to mold our energy, mold our desire, from the inside out. The uniqueness of presence lies in. With the Indian. not out here. Not out here. So we want to begin saying, Am I pursuing the goals, the visions, the dreams that I want? Am I pursuing my definition of my prosperity journey? Or is it someone else's? Carol Mosley Braun said, Defining myself as opposed to being defined by others is one of the most difficult challenges I face. We can all relate to. We want to be light. We want to be loved. We really don't want to rub people the wrong way and rock the boat. But guess what? The universe needs you to rock the boat. The universe needs you to come to this journey with the full recognition you are here for one purpose. And that one purpose is to thrive. To thrive as your individual and unique expression of source energy. Nothing else and we've got that now. You're unencumbered by the concerns, the thoughts, the energy of others. And you can begin creating with complete abandon. Your imagination runs wild because you're no longer entertaining thoughts or visions that someone else may have brought your way. They're all uniquely yours. Robert Collier said the great successful people of the world have used their imagination. They think ahead and create their mental picture in all its details, filling in here, adding a little there, altering this a bit and that a bit, but steadily building, building. Notice what he says. They use their imagination. They create their mental picture, adding in a little here, a little there. They didn't say, they allowed that unique vision to come, to, come, to come forward and to claim it as their own. Dr. Holmes said, let us feel that our purposes are animated and inspired from on high, and let us go forth and make our dreams come true in human experience. When an invisible intelligence to guide and an immutable law to direct us to take our place in any legitimate activity and thus cause our dreams let us feel that our purpose, our intention, our drive is from that creative power that we know and claim as God. Let us honor I was talking to a minister friend of mine, and we were talking about the organization as a whole, the or- home organization that we all belong to, Centers for Spiritual Living. And yes, as any major organization, it has problems. And we were talking about like, how, to, how to help the organization move along and maybe resolve some of those problems. I said, you know, I've done this for many years now, and I'm willing to do it. Unfortunately, you know, when you, when, when you do these type of things, you don't always get positive feedback. You know, when you say this needs to be corrected or that needs to be corrected. And my f- minister friend said, well, you know, I understand what you're talking about. You know, I, I've done it before, and I'm told I'm not a team player. And I said, well, you know, I didn't train for eight years to be a team player. I trained to be a minister. And a minister, a religious science minister, deals in truth are you training for? What are you here for? Are you here to operate in spiritual truth and principle, or are you here to be the team player? Sometimes letting go of being that team player means moving into your definition, your vision of prosperity. You get to decide what that looks like, and you get to claim it. W. Plymouth Stone said that if there's something to gain and nothing to Lose by asking? By all means, ask. Ask. Ask the universe for what you want, and it is yours. And understand, the ask and the affirmation have to be in sync. They have to be precise 24-7. 24-7. So, we have a goal. This is the first part of this section on the spiritual laws of prosperity. Getting goals is the second law. We have a goal. We've defined the goal with clarity. We're expecting it with confidence. Awesome. Now what? Well, in discussing the second spiritual law, Wayne says one of the fundamental truths of human life is grow or die. If you keep playing to your tiny arena, you're going to die accordingly. Your spirit will perish. As a human being and child of God, you are Designed to strive towards goals and to solve problems. In order to do that, you have got to do things you have not done before. You've got to do stuff you haven't done before. And somebody's going, "Oh man, what do you mean I got to be different? I got to do things differently, try something new? I don't want to do all that. I just want my life to change." So yes, that is what we are saying. And we're saying that with a great deal of love. So what is the definition of insanity? Most of us know it. Doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. We could also say that insanity is staying within our tried and true comfort zone and expecting a different view. You've got to shake things up a little. You've got to shake things up a little, face the fear, and do it anyway. I define fear as frequency emitting, as rock bottom. It is a low-level vibration of energy. And I'll fill you in on a little secret as to why many individuals don't get out of their comfort zones or face things in spite of their fear. It's not because fear paralyzes them. That's a misnomer. It's not that fear paralyzes them. hot paralyzes them It's that fear is such a low-level vibration, it's not in the flow can't move. It is a stagnant energy. A fear thought is a thought that wants us to stay put. But if I change that fear thought to a thought that says, thought that says what? I have nothing to fear as I manifest the miraculous every day. I am never limited by my comfort zone as I manifest the miraculous every day. As a result of my harmonious alignment with the abundant flow of the universe, well, now I'm really moving. Now I'm getting myself in the flow. See, the true test of faith and confidence is not someone who faces their fears and attempts to overcome them. The true test of faith, confidence, and courage is someone chooses to thrive by fulfilling the abundant and prosperous universe has instilled in them. We're only going to use one or two predominant thoughts. It's going to be a fear thought, or it's going to be a thought which affirms our divinity. For abundant living beyond comfort zones, Edwines writes, the people who succeed are the people who are willing to endure the fear, to act in spite of it, and not wait until the day comes, which never comes that they feel no fear. To live and know the universe's intentions for our journey. God's plan, if you will. We want to be willing to take the risk. We want to be willing to step outside the comfort zone. To change our predominant fear thoughts into thoughts of faith and conviction. To change our predominant fear affirmations thoughts of and affirmations of faith and conviction. The fear is always going to be there. I hate to tell you that. It's always going to be there. And the more we focus on the fear thought, the larger the fear feels. And the more we focus on the God thought, the more positive affirmation, the larger the presence of God feels. Now, we could say, and I know some of you that this is true, that someone's greatest fear is something that we said earlier today. That Idris Elba does not want to get married again. He did it. He said it in Essence magazine. That was an interview that he did. So does this mean that you should not ask the universe for Idris Elba if you want to marry Idris Elba? Some are going to say yes. Some are going to say yes. And we're going to say, not so fast. Remember, everyone has a doppelganger somewhere on the planet. They say everyone has a twin. Emerson said, to hit the mark, you've got to aim above the mark. To hit the mark, you've got to aim above the mark. You don't release the fear and get out of your comfort zone. The view of who comes in and out of your experience is never going to change. And you're always, you'll never be hitting the mark. So aim high. Aim above the mark. Let go of the fact that Idris doesn't want to get married. He's got a twin somewhere. Ernest Holmes said, if we wish to demonstrate supply, we would not say, I am a multimillionaire. But we could seek to realize that infinite substance is irresistible supply. We would say to ourselves, I am surrounded by pure spirit, perfect law, divine order, and limitless substance. That everything responds intelligently to me. It is not only around me, but it is also in me. It is around and in, guides everything. It is the essence of perfect action. It is perfect action in all my affairs. Daily, I am guided by this divine intelligence. I am not allowed to make mistakes. I am compelled to make the right choice at the right time. There is no confusion in my mind, no doubt whatsoever. I am certain, expected, and receptive. I would only add to that. Therefore, I manifest the miraculous. Every day, with effortless ease, we have to look at what are the thoughts, what are the affirmations that we're building our foundations with. Every single day, you're building your spiritual foundation, and that foundation is not based on what we profess to know in the course of our spiritual work. That's a part, but that spiritual foundation is built upon what we affirm throughout the rest of the day, what we truly believe and know. It's a wonderful story. It's my, one of my favorite stories. And three people, they're, they're working at a quarry, three construction workers, and somebody comes up to the one and say, "Ask the first one, what are you doing? And the, the worker says, I'm working at a quarry. And they ask the second worker, what are you doing? The second worker says, well, I'm getting a paycheck. And the third one, they ask the third one, what are you doing? And that third worker says, I'm building a cathedral. What are you building? What perception are you bringing to the journey with your everyday thoughts, your everyday affirmations? You get to decide. You get to understand. That as you play those over and over and over again within your mind, that's conditioning your energy. Conditioning your energy is building the comfort zone and the foundations for your journey. It is up to you, the individual, to discern if you are living abundantly within your comfort zone or if the time has come to live There's homework with this series, and last week I asked folks to read the first three chapters of the book. It's very small, small. It's very small, and read it twice, once silently, once aloud. And I've already gotten feedback that yes, people are in couples are reading it aloud to each other. Some people are reading it to their dogs and cats. I, I'm fine with this, whomever. Um, but this week's homework is. Read chapters 4 and 5 twice. And I don't want you to read it, and I want you to read the first chapter silently, second chapter aloud, chapter 5 aloud. And the purpose for reading it twice the first time is for you to absorb the information, the second time, reading it aloud, is for you to feel the vibration. Feel the vibration of the spiritual truth that's being presented. And so that the vibration. raise your vibration a little bit as well. And if you do that, if you do that, you're going to begin living Edwin's definition of prosperity. You're going to be honoring coming forward as what our goal is. was my goal? That you live Edwin's definition of prosperity. So the intention the plan of the universe has for you is for you thrive within every area of your journey as a result of your consistent recognition and practice of your individual spiritual authority and power. Create the vision of your goal. Ask for it. Claim it. Let go of any false boundaries. Let go of any perceived conflict zone, and you will live your journey of prosperity because of one thing. so wins our lesson. All right, if you would please say the offering affirmation with me. Infinite mind. Infinite mind. In as and through me.
0: In as and through me.
1: Blesses and multiplies my offering. Blesses and
0: multiplies my offering.
1: It does its good and perfect work. It does its good and perfect work. And returns to me multiplied abundantly multiplied
0: abundantly thank you again for selecting the Trinity Center for Spiritual Living podcast for your spiritual journey and for the expression of your generosity at trinitycenteratlanta.org forward slash donate